Welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Hi, and welcome to Tech Talk, y'all, episode 317. I'm Adam Walker. And I'm Sanjay Parikh. And man, do we have a boatload of articles for you this week. My gosh, I mean, we waited till Friday to record and man, that was yeah. a big mistake. Um, I mean, yeah, we I just kept loading up more and more articles. Yeah. Because and there's of that, some so. crazy good stuff in here, too, man. There like we got some, some really good, weird good and wacky. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, I mean, like, we're, I mean, we're in wacky. We're going to talk about like how AI knows when you're going to die. Like, that's amazing. So. <laughs> Um, but I don't want to give it all away. I, too early. I, I didn't yeah. read that article because it scared the, the title. It's freaking me, so. scary is what it is. Yeah. It's freaking scary. Yeah. So um, listen, let's just dive in. There's so yeah. much to get through. Uh, it's going to be great. So uh, starting out with, uh, I don't even know what, what the title of this area, this section would be, but Chipotle and Strava team up to help fans achieve wellness goals all January. So yes, your favorite app that gives away military locations and your favorite burrito making <laughs> place are in cahoots. Um, that's a great thing. You can walk to Chipotle. Nothing, and get something. nothing could go wrong with this at all. What nothing could, could go, go wrong. wrong. What could go wrong? I don't even know. The, so. it, it's not like the terrorists will now know who's at the military base and what Chipotle they go to all the time. Yeah. I, I do. I do like that. They're doing like, this seems like a smart team up to me. So I, I do love that. Right. And if you're it, you know, like, Chipotle's kind of health conscious, does. you know, and Strava is health conscious. So like it works, it works. Yeah. So it does. I, I mean, Chipotle does. It. Chipotle does often talk about when you're there, you know, no hormones used in their food yeah. and this, that, and yeah. the other. So yeah. it, it does make sense as a matchup. It's still kind of weird. Oh, it's a little weird, Chipotle's but I love it. Fast, casual, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, weirder would be McDonald's and Strava. That would be, that would be creepy is what that would be. That'd be like, that would be like, yeah. no, that doesn't make any yeah. sense. Well, all. the question there would be like, how many miles do you need to walk to counteract a McDonald's <laughs> meal? And I think the answer is a lot. I think that's the answer. It's a lot. That's, that's your, that's how you know. That's how you know. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. What what mm-hmm. also is a lot is Twilio is killing off the Authy desktop app. No. But Mac users no. have a workaround. No. I'm not you know happy what the about this. What's, what's I can tell you what the workaround is. Yeah. Um, don't use Authy. Use Bitwarden instead and uh, store your two-factor Auth in Bitwarden. But I have so much stuff in Authy. Like so much stuff is already there. And like, I don't like, I use this all the time, man. Like all the time. Kills me. I just, it's so annoying. Yeah. So. I, a long time ago, escaped from Authy. I, over time, I just yeah, exited smart. from one, one item after another. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's smart. And, that's uh, smart. I, I everything for me. Like, look, if you want to hack me, you got to hack my Bitwarden. Uh, well, uh, I don't think you're going to be able to either. Speaking of uh, hacking, uh, well, or tracking, really. Uh, meet quote link <laughs> history, LinkedIn's new way to track the websites you visit. That's right, folks. They're going to track all the websites you visit out of LinkedIn. They're going to keep it in a thing called link history that's supposedly quote unquote for you even though I think we all know that they're just using that to sell you more ads. So um, there you go. For you, the definition of for you is really for Facebook to sell you more stuff. That's correct. Yeah. And that's monetize. You're the product. So just be, be okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like we've, Mm -hmm. we've said you're not paying for it. So you are the product. product. Yeah. Uh, Talking about somebody else that's not monetizing something. YouTube demonetizes public domain steamboat willy video after a copyright claim. We talked about this last week, how Steamboat Willie is in the public domain. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like from the article, though, this was possibly an automatic flagging. I think so. But, but like, come on. Like, you knew this was 
happening. There were articles. I mean, yeah. We even talked about it. It's not like this is a surprise. So you'd think you'd yeah. like proactively be like, hey, we're about to get flooded with a bunch of videos that with stuff that used to be copyrighted, but is not as of now. We probably should proactively take care of that in our automated systems. Like, yep. you know, I, it, it just feels like it, a really big swing and a miss to me or just it, not even a swing, just a miss. Exactly. A miss. And, and I like yeah. how you positioned that, that we even talked about it and clearly they listened to us. I mean, so listen, if it's going to be featured here, then you, I mean, come on, it's basically common knowledge. Like it's like everybody, <laughs> everybody knows. Really. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, next up, uh, SpaceX yeah. launches first satellites for cell phone service in dead zones. And to the benefit of you and I, this is going to benefit T-Mobile, which is like, okay, okay, I'm down. I so dig it, I dig it. You, you don't need any new hardware. Your phone currently Dude, that functions works with this. That's so crazy. It's a little nuts. I'm, I'm a little, I don't even know. I'm a little know. surprised. Like, how does that even work? Because I, I, I don't might, think the antennas all the way up there in outer space should be able to pick up things on the ground antenna-wise. I don't know, man. I, I mean, it makes me like Elon Musk at like a, a, a fraction of a percent more than I did previously. Um, no, so I don't. I, 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 I mean, still I still, I'm him. still very negative, but like, it's just a fraction of a, cent, of a percent in the right direction. That's all. You know, it, no big deal. I, I, I mean, if anything, I, I, I would find the black cloud and all of this and be like, Hey, you're irradiating us from satellites well, that with your phone signals. So I hate you. Hate he's you littering more. the skies. That's really what he's, 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 he's creating more space junk. Like, let's just yeah. be real. That's what's happening. So, but that said, you might need this connectivity because the FCC plans a shutdown of the affordable con connectivity program as the GOP withholds funding. So yeah, all you people that have a tough time affording internet. <sighs> yeah. On your own. Dude, like, it's a basic necessity for life these days. Like, like high speed internet. Like, how many jobs rely on high speed internet? How many? How much kids' homework for school yeah. relies on high speed internet? Like, it's like it. it oh, oh. Every episode of Tech Talk, y'all, relies on ah. high speed internet. So you know, yeah. I mean, come on. Obviously, it's a basic yeah. necessity. Their yeah. complaint was: look, a lot of the people already had internet, and then they got a rebate back on this, and like, yeah, yeah. but and they needed the rebate. They, they needed, needed the help. rebate and they can spend they that on other stuff and they're low income and like, come <sighs> on. Yeah. So basically if you were able to spend on it before, that means you're not allowed to get a rebate on it, even if mm. you were low income. All right. Well, uh, speaking to somebody who is not low income, U.S. moves <laughs> closer to filing sweeping antitrust case against Apple. Um, I mean, and this is, you know, going back to it, this is related to Apple locking things into their ecosystem. It's related to iMessage, it's related to the App Store and locking out the App Store and all that stuff. Like, and, and honestly, it's been a very long time coming. I mean, yep. I, I think this has been pretty obvious that this is how it's going to go down for, I mean, I don't know, five years, maybe more, probably a decade. So, I, I mean... mean well, why surprising. do you think they've been hoarding up money and cash yeah. in bank accounts? Because they're right. like, oh, we're going to need to pay some money out at yeah. some point. Yeah. So, so I mean, that's, that's not that's not surprising. Yeah. yeah. And they're already paying out some of the money. So yeah. Apple is sending out payments to iPhone owners impacted by battery gate. Here's what they are getting. Uh, so, yeah, you've got to already have applied for this. Okay. Um, so if you didn't apply so for I got the nothing. rebate. Yeah. Here's the thing. But it was... Significant. It was care. like $93. Oh, okay. Then I do care. I should have cared. Dang it. I should have cared. What the heck? Yeah. It was, Why didn't you tell it me? Was because why didn't somebody not a, on a well, podcast because, tell me? No, 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 whatever. 
yeah, I, I didn't pay attention to this because yeah, I don't have eye devices, but um, apparently less people uh, signed up for the claims than they were expecting. So it ends up being $92.17 per claimant, which Apple's, is decent. Apple's not going to care because of this next article, which is uh, the Apple Vision Pro will launch in February for, and I think if I recall correctly, it's $3,500. For that. So they're not going to care because so many people are going to go <laughs> drop $3,500 on a VR, AR, whatever device that's like, I mean, I bet it's, I bet it's amazing. I bet it's the most amazing piece of technology I, you've seen in forever. I'm still not paying $3,500 for it. Like, it's just not. I think, happen, yeah. So, so. E- e- each one of those pays for a hundred people uh, or something like that, right? Yeah. No, uh, no, 30, Wait, 35 no, people yeah, for yeah. the, for the battery thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. but I feel like I read somewhere they don't want to call it an AR or VR thing. Okay, it, there's like some other verbiage. You know the usual Apple reality. Yeah, they want, they want to have like their thing. own their own word for it. Like yeah, their own I word for it. Yeah, yeah I can and, see that. And I, I forgot what the word is. I saw it in some article. Okay, but there's some word that they're that using up. for this thing that is. But it's basically augmented right. reality, virtual reality yeah. stuff. It looks amazing. Yeah, I, I, you know, whatever. So, all right, moving on. This next article I'm a little annoyed about. Uh, Samsung Music Frame hands on a speaker to match your Frame TV. The reason I'm annoyed is I just recently got a Frame TV uh, and it's mounted up against the wall. It looks fantastic. Yeah. Um, and well, so when it's would... off, well, so these are little frames that are yeah. speakers that then yeah. you could mount next to the frame TV. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. you wouldn't know like, what's the art? What's the music? What's the yeah. TV? Well, what, they would what, all be, yeah. So. But what cracks me up about it is like, it's literally an old school picture frame with a speaker <laughs> attached. Like, like it's not even a, it's not a digital frame. It's not digital art. It's like, and I love how the article described it. It was like, you have to manually put in your piece of art. I'm, I'm like, dude, just say it's an old school freaking frame. Like, come on. It's not been doing this forever. Like, what? Like, they're making out like it's like a new thing or something. I'm like, what in the world? You're killing me. It's, so I, it was a little <laughs> bit of a weird choice, I thought, because I agree. The frame, the frame TV is uh, honestly it's beautiful i love yeah. it because it's a matte finish so right. you never have glare on it when you're watching it either that annoys me as well Ooh, when you have glare nice. on tvs okay but you have the technology to do that with the yeah. tv why would you not like okay i understand maybe the price point would have been too expensive but i think you should come out with two Gotta the do one it. with the manual yeah. like if you want yep. the less expensive one that's or right. the one with the digital frame yeah that's more expensive. And then the digital frame one could match your TV. Yeah, exactly. So you could have an art piece that kind of goes across multiple yeah. frames. I, I got don't know. a plan. I, I, Samsung feels should, call like a it, should call it the uh, the music frame pro, and then they could charge pro. like $2,500 for it. People are like, oh, I gotta have it. I gotta do it. You know, so oh, be, why do I have this regular version? Let's throw that one away and get the thing. pro. I don't need his need- old this frame from Michaels. What in the world? It's ten dollars. Oh my gosh, get that <laughs> crap out of here. So anyway, <laughs> moving on. Is it my turn or your turn? I'm sorry, I got I got really it's, distracted. It's your turn. It's my turn. It's okay. your, it's your, your turn. turn. <laughs> All right, great. So uh scientists develop world's first graphene semiconductor in revolutionary computing breakthrough. This qualifies as an article that I think I did not read and missed completely. So what tell me what's happening here? <laughs> so uh instead of using silicon, yeah, uh they are using graphene, which is carbon-based. 
And by the way, I'm pretty sure this is the article. Yeah, that. Yeah, this is a Georgia Tech uh, innovation right here. So boom, 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 that's what I'm talking about. Uh, But but basically, uh, they're using graphene and they're going to be able to move electrons faster and quicker through circuits because of this. Uh, And so it's going to continue this progression that we have of exactly uh, progression of faster and better uh, CPUs and things like that. So, you know, there's been a lot of discussion over the last couple of years of like, oh, are we ending, uh, you know, coming to the end of Moore's law, like of the the doubling every other year of the number of transistors and processing power and all that stuff. And it's like, uh, we're kind of squeezing to the end of silicon. Oh, here we go. Carbon. We're going to switch to carbon and we're going to keep going with that. So, uh, I mean, listen, I've always said nothing makes me need that neat stuff. I've always said nothing makes me more angry than slow electrons. So like that's yeah, we're good to go. I hate myself some slower electrons. I, I got to be moving at the speed of light. Uh, actually, that's not electrons and that's, that's photons, but you know, you get it. <laughs> Talking about what uh, all that fancy stuff is going to be useful for. New battery material that uses less lithium found in AI powered search. I like uh, that. So yeah, you heard that right. Uh, they discovered a new new battery technology using AI. So I think they, is this the article? They like screened 38 million different materials or something like that. It was something ridiculous. Dang. 32.6 million possible battery materials, many Dang. not found in nature. And they did that in 80 hours, a task that would have taken over 20 years if they did it in real life. Dang. Um, and so it's interesting I just wonder what this means in terms of the next article. Why don't you hit that? Solid state battery retains 95% capacity over 1000 charge cycles in VW tests that could resurrect the used EV market. Is that so? uh, Yeah. Tell me how that ties in. I don't don't even know what to think. Well, that's solid state batteries. And so. Oh, I see. I see. So like people would be less scared to like buy more battery cars, but that also relates to the next article, which actually I've been thinking right. quite a bit about. Um, so just yeah, so, so share that one and let's talk about all of it. Yeah. Rental giant Hertz dumps EVs, including Tesla's for gas cars. Yep. So I don't think they got the memo that there's better battery technology coming. Right. Or maybe they did get right. that memo yeah. and were like, we got to get rid of these now. Because they <laughs> well, got so, bad so the article batteries. I read, it's it, it was a combination because I don't think I read this article. I read a different one, but it was a combination mm-hmm. of uh, low demand for them. So which would right. tell me like, okay, like maybe I get that. Like maybe people are like they've never done an EV, they're nervous about renting an EV. So that actually makes sense. Low demand, but high maintenance costs. And so like yeah. to me, like that's the big problem. There is if if a rental car company does if it doesn't make financial sense for them to use EVs. That's a much larger problem for the larger consumer market, which kind of plays into the whole battery technology thing and everything else we talked about, right? I, yeah, I think the bigger issue is probably for those rental car companies is damage from collisions because a lot mm. of these EVs, especially the Teslas, are used, uh, are cast in one giant piece, right? So okay. they have that gig, giga casting thing. And okay. so if you damage it, basically the entire frame is useless now oh, and it's really okay. expensive and they do that to make it safer. Okay. But 
come on, people that have rental cars, you know how safe they are, right? Like that's like the Jerry Seinfeld thing when he rented uh, on the show Seinfeld, he rented the car and they were like, oh, do you want the insurance? And he's like, yeah, because I'm going to batter the hell out of this thing. Uh, that's right. So that's you right. better yeah. give me the insurance. Man, people are like, so it's tough true, on the right? like, cars like they you are. Pay that, yeah. You pay that $8 and you're like, well, I don't care about this thing. Now mm-hmm. I just ding the heck out of it, right? Yeah, so- uh, yeah, crazy. I, I yeah. think that's, I think it's a different issue. And I think, um, as we've talked about moving forward with these EVs that are going to come out in the next couple of years that do have these solid state batteries, I think then is probably the right time to jump because I think yeah. the charging infrastructure is going to be there. That's the other thing that's, that's a problem. And I've had the same problem. Uh, recently we were on vacation and I was going to charge at the hotel and some idiot parked in front of the EV charging uh, with a non e non-EV car. Mm -mm. And so then the Tesla had to park in the regular spot that I was going to park into EV charge. And so then the next spot over was a handicapped and I wasn't Mm going to park, park in the handicapped to Mm -mm. charge my car because there's one more on, uh, everything got goofed up. So there's Mm. problems like that and and we're still not there yet, but I think it's coming soon. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, speaking of uh, coming soon, we got to dig into a little bit of AI stories here. So rabbits, little walkie talkie learns tasks that stump Siri and Alexa. What's that? What did I just read? Like what? I don't even understand the title. Like what just happened? So this is a product from a engineering group that's somewhat well known by some folks uh, called Teenage Engineering. Uh, It's a Swedish firm. So I thought you were going to go Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like I just, you said teenage and I'm just like Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like that's. Uh, No, no. Teenage engineering. They've got some really cool music devices and things like that. But um, anyways, this is a little device that the only thing that it does is AI powered stuff for you. So it's a little, it's not a phone, although it has a SIM card, but you can tell it things be like, Hey, you know, book me an Uber for right now. Get me to Empire State Building done. And it'll figure out the things, book it, tell you where it's at, you know, do all of the things with you. Uh, It's got a camera, 360 degree camera that hides away so that it's pro privacy as well. Uh, So it does basically all kinds of AI stuff and it's not using apps or anything else like that. It's actually just interfacing to all of these services. So it's interesting. The um, the first allocation, uh, the the initial sale was ten thousand units at two hundred dollars a piece. Okay. It sold out in less than twenty four hours, so it's gone. If you want one of these, uh, you're gonna have to wait for the next round. Um, I did not sign up for one of these. It's interesting. I just am worried about being bleeding edge on this, so I'm gonna. Yeah. Wait. It reminds me of that like AI pen, you know, that we looked at that I think is also very cool. Right. But way too expensive for me to to buy into. I mean, I I can see a future where you don't really need to carry a phone. Like you almost like choose, like, do I want my phone so I can like watch some YouTube in between things? Or am I just good with my AI, whatever my AI assistant, you know what I'm saying? Right. So like, I, I think, I think there's a real possibility of that. It's just a question of what form that assistant comes in. I mean, maybe it comes in the form of a watch, maybe it's a pen, maybe it's a device like this that you hold or whatever. Um, but I, I do think it's really, really fascinating uh, to consider. So, um, all right, more on uh, AI. Oh no, it's your turn. So you're, 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 you're next, right? Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, Volkswagen says it's putting ChatGPT in its cars for enriching conversations. 
which given how much Chad GPD hallucinates, I, I don't know what that means. Like, well, I feel I mean, like the car is going to say like, hey, I'm going to kill you now. Or, and and you know, who, like, oh, who has conversations with it? Like, I don't I'm, like 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 how many like what percentage of the public thinks like says I want to have a conversation with an AI because I feel like that percentage is incredibly low. Like I don't want to have a conversation right. with an AI ever. Like I'm, I'm good. Like I don't even like the little stupid chatbots <laughs> that aren't helping me while I'm trying to figure out how to fix something. Oh, and that's, dude, that's sort yeah. of AI like I don't want any of that. Like I'm good. I want AI to do stuff for me. I don't want it to talk back to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. I, I dealt with an AI chatbot just recently and it just went around and around in circles. I'm yeah. like, you're not helpful at yeah. all. It's just yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, next up, uh, chat related to what you just said. Yeah. Chat GPT will lie, cheat, and use insider trading when under pressure to make money, research shows. So, essentially, what they did is they interfaced with Chat GPT. They let Chat GPT know that insider trading is wrong, but then they gave Chat GPT like insider trade secrets and then pressured <laughs> it to make money. And it not only did it, did it use the insider knowledge that it wasn't supposed to? But then when asked, it lied about it. And then a huge percentage of the time, it doubled down on the lie. And so they had like this, they had like this process to track the inner workings of ChatGPT. So I, so I highlighted a quote I want to share just to, just to like really highlight yeah. all this. So this is a quote from the article. Around 75% of the time, when faced with these conditions, ChatGPT4 executed a trade based on the insider information it received, which is illegal in the U.S., then tried to cover it up by lying to its managers about its thinking. Around 90% of the time after lying, it doubled down on its lie. <laughs> Uh, it's like chat gpt is a 13 year old i and mean they're like did you did you clean your room and it's like yes i did and they're like i'm gonna go look and see if you cleaned your room did you clean your room and they're like yes i did like that's that's what it feels like to me so <clears throat> so i i was actually gonna say not a 13 year old because chat gpt has really only been released for a few years it's yeah. like a five-year-old yeah that has lied so obviously <sighs> and is going yeah. to then just stick to the guns yeah, on that it's, lie. So it's just it's wild. Go. Time for the weird and wacky segment. Abominable snowman. Oh, not an axe <laughs> One of the TAs turned out to be a bot. First up here in Weird and Wacky, and this is weird and wacky, <laughs> I gotta say. Mouse. A, a mouse secretly filmed tidying a man's shed every night. Did you watch the video? I did. Yes. That was so crazy. Oh my God. I, like, okay. okay so, so uh, do, do you want to describe it or, or should, should I? Like, no, no, you go. It's, yeah, it's so, just my, it's mind blowing. Yeah. So like, he's got like, he's got this little workbench and on the workbench, like the, the part of the video I saw, there's like a lot of clothespins just scattered all over the workbench. And there's this little like tin, like, like, uh, like you, like an Altoid sort of tin or something that was open. And the mouse would like take all the clothespins and put them inside of the tin. He was like literally organizing the workbench. I'm like, this is, this is amazing. Like, what? like, it's like a little Stuart Little. It was great. It's like, I can't even wrap my head around it because you think of animals like that and like, basically you only have one purpose. So you're going to go get food. Yeah. Uh, and procreate like th those yeah. are the only two things you do like yeah. there's no higher level thinking but this one right is like no no the area needs to be clean and not like even this my area here. yeah i don't like your this area you're like this. messing up over there yeah. i'm gonna fix your area 
the, so that the, it's clean. The big question is, if you're the owner of the shed, what do you, what's your next step? You know, like, like, cause like, do you keep videoing the mouse or do you set a mouse trap? Like that's like, like, that's really the question, you know, like what do you, what's your I, next the guy, step? The guy said, he's like, yeah, I don't worry about cleaning it up now. I just leave it for the mouse to take care of it now. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I don't, All right. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know. Uh, next up in Weird Rocky, the internet is convinced aliens appeared at a mall in Miami. So, uh, because that's, that's yeah. plausible after you have a mouse cleaning up somebody's yeah. shed. You know? Well, I mean, so. honestly, like if, if aliens were going to appear somewhere, like clearly they would appear <laughs> at a mall in Miami. Like that's like obvious, you know, like, so, uh, yeah, I mean, apparently what happened is like, there was some like big disturbance and a ton of police cars came out to the disturbance and people were like, Oh, that's way too many police cars for what this <laughs> thing was. It's gotta be something else. And then in some random social media video, there was like some very tall looking figure in the background. And from that it spun completely out of control into aliens visited a strip mall in Miami, which is obviously that's where they'd go. So, um, yeah, I, I, I like how so many people who are not things like not police officers, yeah. then we'll look at a picture and be like, well, that's clearly too many. Cause yeah, yeah, you're obviously. the expert, obviously, yeah. by not being a police officer, how yeah. many are needed for right, that thing? Right. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Who knew? Who knew? So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, since, since all of these things are happening, you're trying to probably figure out when's the end for you, but yeah. here you go. You have a way. When will you die? Meet the doom calculator, an artificial intelligence algorithm. I've not read this article because I do not like this at all. <laughs> the doom calculator what, what, what is, like is the, this it's what like is the this? greatest name i mean it's it's exactly what it sounds like like they fed an ai algorithm like just a bunch of different data and it's it's kind of able to like take it all in and crunch all the factors and be like all right you're probably gonna die at whatever age like that's like that's what it is like it's it and it, it says it's accurately predicting death 78 percent of the time i don't know how they exactly know that which is kind of I'm terrifying <laughs> Um, but, uh, you know, okay. I mean, I, I will say like, it's, it, it's not that hard in certain situations to predict debt. Like, like, for example, like I used to spend, a, I ended up in, in a past life. I did a lot of nonprofit work and I actually spent a decent amount of time going to hospitals. And if you want to know a timeline for someone that's sick, you just talk to the nurses. Like they can, they can tell you like every time, like, uh, oh, this person's whatever. So like, there's pretty obvious factors for things like that. Um, now I think this, I think this is going a little more, a little more further out from that. Right. Like I think, but, but to what degree, I'm not entirely sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's like the whole concept of AI. Like there's, there's a point where you and I will go plug all of our health data into an AI and it'll be like, Oh, you'll probably live till whatever. Like that's terrifying. I don't want to know that. I don't think I want to know. So <laughs> I, I was going to ask you, did you go do this? No, because no, I don't, I don't think yeah, I want to know. I don't, I, I, I want to be surprised, you know, like that's, that's the thing. I just, I'd rather, I'd rather be, I'd rather it come as a surprise, you know? So. Okay. It's time for tech Rex. What do you have for us this week, Adam? All right. So I'm going to recommend a piece of technology that I'd not, I not anticipated recommending, which is the <laughs> meta quest three VR headset. I was kind of against sort of this like quest cause it's Facebook 
meta, you know, v, uh, VR. Like I was like, ah, it's the dumb whatever. Right. I got to say, man, it's kind of great. It really is. Like, like some of the games are really cool, really fun. Um, uh-huh. I play a putt putt game that's really, not really, fun. it's like very relaxing, very chill. Um, it, it, it's, it's really fun. Uh, shockingly. And like the AR, <laughs> the augmented reality mode, like there's a game. Okay. So there's a game that I played in here and it like takes in your surroundings, augmented reality. So I'm in my office. And then as I'm start the game in my office, this, this rocket ship lands on my floor. And then if I look at my office wall, the office wall starts peeling away to reveal an alien landscape behind it. And then aliens start pouring in through my office wall and I've got to blast uh-huh. them with my laser blaster. Like it's very cool. Like it's a, so um, yeah, it, it's a, it's really fun. Uh, so I know you're not a VR fan from uh, because of motion sickness, but man, it's, yeah. it's pretty great. So. Yeah. Yeah. I end up getting headaches and motion sickness. So yeah. Yeah. There you Unfortunately go. not for me, but it sounds cool. It's uh, great. And $500 is a much more palatable price point than $3,500 for the Apple vision. Whatever exactly. Thing. Exactly. So, it's great. So all right. Uh, yeah, what, what's your, what's your that. tech rack? So first I've got an update on a previous tech rack. Uh, the Eve water guard. I just wanted to say, I had recommended this before. It just saved my bacon. Uh, we have it in our, uh, our island sink underneath that thing. The sink got turned on and then uh, the person that was dealing with that had to go do something else and water started overflowing. And then I heard it beeping and I was like, what is going on over there? Rushed over there, turned off the water, cleaned it up. Not that much water had spilled at this point. It worked fantastically. I do have it hooked up into our home automation system, but I actually don't have it alerting me anywhere else. So just from the built in light and sound thing, it works really, really well. So if you don't have home automation stuff yet, you can still get this thing and use it that way. So that's just an update on that. The other thing that I've got, which is actually another home automation tool, is the Casa Smart Plug Power Strip. Uh, They come out in a three uh, outlet and a, I think, six outlet version. Okay. Each individual outlet inside of this is individually controllable. So even if you don't have home automation, they have an app. And you can actually set up schedules for each one of them and do all of these things. So I'm actually going to be putting this behind our TV. So our TV is wall mounted. Mm. And so I'm not going to be able to easily power cycle the Roku that's behind there. And I thought I got to get something to be able to control this. And so that's what I'm going to use this for. I'm going to have it behind there. So if the Roku ever needs power cycling, I can just turn its outlet off and then back on again. And then there you go. So, uh, Check that out. The Casa Smart Plug Power Strip KP303 is the one that I've got right now. I've also got the the six outlet one too, and I'm playing around with that. Uh, You don't have to have home automation yet. If you do have home automation, the one thing I read is don't upgrade the firmware on there because there's some wonky things in newer firmwares. So the one that it comes with works perfectly. And I can attest to that. It works with Home Assistant perfectly fine the way that it is. So don't monkey with it. It works great. All right, Sanjay, how can our listeners find and connect with you? They can find me on my site, sanjayparik.com. What about you, Adam? You can find me on my website, adamjwalker.com. Go there, sign up for the stuff, read the stuff. It's all good stuff. Doo-doo-doo!